Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor. Hello there, this is episode 9 of the Star Wars Archives, a Utini podcast where we take some random Star Wars topic and explain the living Bantha Pudu out of it. I am Jose, aka Joxie in the Utiniverse. I have watched all Star Wars canon movies and TV shows. I have read 40 Star Wars books and I own 14 of them. And I'm Trev, keep up a timeline page over at Utini.com. I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media and own over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. And as we are recording this today, it is not a sunny day in Southern California, which is extremely rare. Therefore, it is a good day for us to dive deep into the dark side. <laughs> the plan is to cover non-Sith Darksiders, but as Trev will explain to us in a second, we will let the conversation flow naturally or unnaturally for this episode. You know, Trev, you know, because like Sidious says that the dark side of the force is a path to the abilities that some might consider unnatural you know you get it you get you, my joke there you could have done the voice i i can't i'm not i'm not <laughs> eric <laughs> like, the, I, I tried when i said the dark side that was my attempt at doing a serious palpatine voice okay so <laughs> i'm not a trained actor i don't do accents even though for whatever reason i did learn i mean because i lived in new york for a decade i do say coffee and sauce <laughs> and so i do pick up accents maybe i just need to have more conversations with palpatine and then i can do uh say you know unnatural or, or whatever <laughs> i imagine that <laughs> would make you does. happy that would make me i think it would be fascinating conversations would come out of that. <laughs> that should be its own other podcast i will have another co-host for something else for utini and i mean very good conversations for sure um, <laughs> but let's get this back on track trev in case we do uh you know we do have some first-time listeners can you just let them know what it is that we do in the show yeah, so it's a largely unscripted show where once we've decided on a topic, Jose will do whatever research he needs. I try to do as little research as possible, although I do make myself some notes because I do have a terrible memory. We could talk about anything with Star Wars on the cover, books, comics, TV, video games, you name it. Throw in a few regular features and hopefully keep you entertained and informed over the next hour or so. Thank you for that, Trev. That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> people now know what we do here. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, the dark side. So why are we talking about the dark side today? I think we, it was a few episodes ago that we started to talk a little bit, or we, I think it was the Kylo Ren episode, right? Where we yeah. started to talk about how there are other force 
users out there, dark side users that are not necessarily Sith, just like, you know, the, the Knights of Ren themselves. So, and it came during our conversation. We, I think I asked you if there are other, what are other people that use the dark side that are not related to the Sith? And you know, right. Was it something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, sounds right. Yeah. So Rings yeah. And then like, I, I think at the moment it was, we were just so focused on our conversation of, you know, that we were recording that, I, you know, we're like, Oh yeah, there's probably a few here and there, but we didn't really go that much into it. And when we went back to record the next episode, we realized that, Hey, yeah, there, that's a whole episode there where we can talk about um, other dark side users and really just go deep into just you know how maybe the like legends defines the dark side how canon defines the dark side and so here we are um and i think from the research that i've done on my end there's really not a lot that exists within canon besides what we know of the sith and especially compared to legends legends seems to i mean they obviously have had more like well, I guess no. I mean, Canon started the whole thing, so Canon could have definitely gone into what's going on. I mean, there's a lot more. There's a lot more in-universe chronology in Legends. I think that's what you're going the, with. Yes, there's a lot more. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot more. You know, people spending a lot more time writing Legends at this point than yeah. Canon. So you put it that way. It makes sense. However, I mean, everything did start with canon, so they could have been doing this for over 40 years now, defining what the dark side is in canon. But let's just <laughs> get into a whole Legends canon <laughs> discussion right now regarding the timeline. Um, but yeah, I, it's um, it's just interesting that, to me, right, that there's just a lot of in Legends. And, and I think we can use Legends as a way to really just help define what the dark side is, because... Even within canon, they are picking things out of Legends, right? Just to help, uh, you know, as they continue moving forward, they're bringing in a lot of those elements. So I feel like we should just start with what the dark side is within canon, because I think that'll be pretty short. And then we can go really into all these other people in Legends. Well, How does that sound? Before we do that, there is one Legends thing I want to touch on. So I want to ask you a question. When we talk about the Sith, in 60 seconds or less, what do you think? What do I think? Um, What do you think the Sith are? The Sith... Well, there's a difference between the Sith and the dark side, right? So I would say that the Sith are um, users of the dark side of the Force that maybe do have some more evil or bad intentions on how to like they kind of use the dark side in a bad way because it's more about control and power and strength and more in more of an individualistic view on how to use the dark side i don't see the dark side as dark and evil but i think that the what the sith tend to do with it tends to lean towards the bad and evil side of things so i think that they just um that's that's what the sith are it's they kind of take dark side into more of an individualistic and strength and power side of things. So we think about the Sith as, you know, Palpatine slash Sidious, the, the architects of, you know, galactic affairs, master plans, the, the big picture guys. So the first thing I want to talk about is that's not who the Sith used to be at all. 
The Sith are a okay. species. Oh. <laughs> a species. A species. So literally, you know, thousands and thousands of years before A New Hope, a, a very a red-skinned humanoid species. They've got these sort of tendrils under their chin, kind of like um, Captain Tarples, the Gungan from Phantom Menace, kind uh-huh. of like him. Uh-huh. All very strong in the Force, naturally gravitated to the dark side, had their own empire within themselves. Oh, but shit. over time, they kind of got not infiltrated, and it went by time I mean millennia. Um, yeah, yeah. Sort of uh, dark Jedi joined their ranks. Lots of interbreeding until essentially the Sith, as a species, were interbred out. It, oh. You know, being a pure blood Sith became a badge of honor. Um, but Sith teachings, as such, all came long after that. So that's how that's what the Sith were originally. That's where the name comes from, Dark Lord of the Sith. It meant being in command of this race of people. Wow, that's then, I like did I said, not over millennia. That all kind of changed, leaving it to describe. You know the culture and the society itself, rather than than the species. You know, I know I do my own like some of the research just to kind of keep up with some of what you're about to say in the episode. <laughs> but this, I mean, I also kind of like just for everyone else to know, I skim through the research too, especially when it comes into legends. I just sort of skim through it, just so that I can still be surprised by whatever Trev is going to bring up. And this was one of the things that I did not read <laughs> over, so I was not aware that they were um, that there were species. I mean, it, I, I guess it makes sense. But um, when you read the the really old um, the Dark Horse Tales of the Jedi comics by Kevin Anderson that came out mm-hmm. in in the early '90s, and hopefully for anyone who wants to look into that, that will be the next volume of the marvel epic collection they released dawn of a jedi in tales of a jedi volume one hopefully the tales of a jedi mm-hmm. comic will be collected in marvel tales of a jedi volume two because that's not confusing at all so if anyone's yeah. wants to get more into that hopefully you'll be able to pick these up because they're old they can be hard to find but when you talk about the likes of um sith lords like nagasado and Lugo, ludo kresh these all kind of these existed in that time five thousand years before a new hope where the species still existed, but the interbreeding was well on the way, so we had lots of half-breeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a lot of power plays within the Empire and stuff like that. So when people talk about a Sith Empire from 5,000 years before New Hope, that's very much the species Sith with oh, Dark okay. Lord elements within yeah. it. Um, so I yeah. thought that was a really good way. I know we're talking about non-Sith Darksiders, but essentially the original Sith could almost be thought of as non-Sith Darksiders. Right. I mean, because everything we know about the modern-day Sith is also... I mean, it's been millennia, right? It's just been thousands yeah. and thousands of years where the idea of Sith has changed and, and, and how they can... Maybe also how they connect and use the dark side. Um, so I think that... <laughs> a good way, that is a great way to start to talk about non-Sith with like the... That real Sith. <laughs> but also an interesting point on that is um, Timothy Zahn actually planned to include the Sith species in his original Thorn, Thorn Trilogy book. Really? And Lucasfilm told him, no, you can't do that. And that story point kind of morphed into what the Nogri became. Oh. So he okay. had much different plans yeah. for, for that. Yeah, interesting. Didn't lead anywhere, but now, it's, it's interesting to know. 
yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a fun fun fact there. So now <laughs> I feel like I should know this, but when does the term Sith first appear? Like, especially in, in canon, do, do they actually say it? When do they first say it in the movies? You know, it's it's in the novelizations, uh, the A New Hope novelization yeah. from '76. It's in that. It's is it but it's not in A New in the, Hope. No. Is it ever mentioned in the original trilogy? That's what I'm thinking. That I don't, I can't. It's one of those really words. That's it's just, it's, it's just with me. It's always been there. Darth Vader's always been a dark lord of the Sith. Whether yes. it actually got mentioned in the movies, I, that's a good one. I don't know. That's an excuse to watch him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I mean, obviously, in the prequels, they do mention the Sith, and they're you know they they talk about this that they're they're not really around anymore. Yeah. So I to I feel like that may really be when the general public became aware of the Sith as a thing. I could be I could well, be completely wrong, right? I mean, but they don't really define what they are really within the pre within with within the original trilogy either. They just, you just sort of know that there's two people using the dark side yeah obviously there's nothing within the movies and all of this stuff was built later on um but even if we go into obviously you've got phantom menace and that quote about the sith not being around for a thousand years in the novelization itself that thousand years is mentioned as referring to darth bane from a darth bane uh trilogy Mm -hmm. and um jedi versus sith and Darth Bane was actually put in there by George Lucas. So as very hmm. right of a novelization, he's got all this other information that didn't make it into the movie. And he's like, you know, you should probably you should probably mention that. Yeah, and so as we so yes, I mean I think this is this is a good way then to transition into the actual into more canon uh dark side users, right? So because we, we so they we get a little bit of an idea of what the Sith are in in the prequels. They talk about Plagueis, and I think you know that also gives us even you know that my my botched quote from the earlier this episode <laughs> talking you know that Sidious says or Palpatine says right. Um, and if you you read the Plagueis novel, that's one of the few legends ones that I've read, um, which also still I feel can it still works within canon if they were to canonize it or at least like part of it. Right, I mean, most mostly, of it, I think, is, is still works, but yeah, I mean, that's still very much within like Sith lore, and I don't think, at least to me, like I, I was never introduced to any other dark side user until, well, with the Force Awakens, I thought that that's what Snoke was gonna be. <laughs> Obviously, we know that he ended up being something else. I was hoping that what the new sequel trilogy was going to do was that, hey, there's this other big bad. It is not the Sith anymore because the Sith were, you know, dealt with in the original trilogy. And now we have this ancient being who is Snoke. And maybe there is this sort of like ancient, another ancient sort of like cult or whatever that um, that Snoke is a part of. And they are actually even worse than the Sith. I mean, I don't think Snoke either is a Sith, is he? He's... He's a puppet for the Sith, but I don't think yeah. he himself is the Sith. And I think that's the that's kind of the line, isn't it? Is that anyone who is force sensitive has the the opportunity or the temptation to use the dark side, but using right. the dark side doesn't make yourself 
a Sith. You almost kind of have to be, you have to be invited into the order. You almost have to be knighted by, you know, right. a lightsaber on my shoulders, either side, saying, "I now pronounce you Darth, whatever your name is." It's right. It's it's not a. It's a very exclusive members only club. The Sith. Yeah. So so you can still be strong in the Force and the dark side without right. being a Sith. And that's, I mean, and, and that brings me back to your your question before we started to get into this too, right? That is, what, you know, you, you asked me what the Sith were. And I try to, like, I, I split it in there. I'm like, well, there's a Sith, right? But there's a dark side. And if, um, why I'm intrigued by the by the dark side in general is because, like I said, it's, it, to me, it is not evil. To me the dark side is more about just knowledge. And I think Plagueis even sort of mentions that in the novel too, because it's all, you know, he's sort of doing all this scientific research about the dark side and, and controlling midichlorians. However, what he wants to achieve with that, that is what makes it evil slash Sith in my, like to me. But the pursuit of that knowledge is not necessarily, to me, is not necessarily like an evil thing. And that is what the dark side is is i mean there's uh there's a quote that i found from um that afra's mom says and that she says that despite the leanings of its practitioners such as the sith the dark side of the force was so named because it was secretive the sith kept their knowledge and identity secret because they believed it would make it easier for them to impose order but with that quote right the dark side is the dark side just because it was secret. Just because it's another side of the force. It's, in and it of itself, it is not evil. It is the person that has the evil intent to, you know, because maybe you have that much more knowledge on how to wield that side of the force. I'm not, I'm not sure the evidence exists to back that quote up. Um, <laughs> apart from Sidious and, well, the entire, and Plagueis, the entire sort of, hundreds of years of planning to get to the point of a galactic empire but there was never anything secretive about the darksiders mm. or about the sith you know they were very much bagged on the arm going we're here to conquer you that that's our aim we want galactic control and they, they weren't subtle that that is true <laughs> um well i mean except for when i mean Sidious is subtle about it no one knows like palpatine like no yeah, one no, knows that's that what, so apart from him yeah but then when you start talking about um, that, that difference between the Sith and Darksiders in general. So let's just jump right into the, the Night Sisters. Yes. So Night Sisters, now the Night Sisters are, they're part of a larger group almost, which is the Witches of Dathomir. But they're the ones who've chosen yes. to be a bit nasty, a bit evil. You know, they've made that yeah. conscious decision that all the Witches are able to use the Force... But yes. the Night Sisters are, you know, they're like the mobsters of the planet. They're the gangsters. <laughs> well, yeah, because they were, yeah, they were all. I mean, that, now I guess maybe we're, we might just be in, end up jumping back and forth between canons and canon and <laughs> especially legends, especially with, with Night one, Sisters, yeah. because they exist on on both sides. Because um, from what I know, right, and I don't think it's been explained to this degree in canon, but in legends, the Night Sisters. The witches were all these different clans within Dathomir, right? And then, yeah, very a very primitive sort of society. Yes, and then whoever there were some that were banned, they were not allowed to use the dark side. All these sorcerers and uh, and witches, 
And then the ones that were using the dark side, they were sort of exiled from their individual clans. They all got together and then they formed the Night Sisters because those are the witches that wanted to use the dark side. Which just goes to show that incarceration doesn't work. Rehabilitation works much better. <laughs> yeah, you just made them a lot stronger because now all these dark siders are together and they're like, hey, how do you do that like thing with like the healing and what about that uh that blue lightning that comes out of your fingers maybe we should like <laughs> teach each other some of these tricks and but what then... an- another weird difference between legends and canon with the the night sisters is the interpretation of how they use the force which is something that mm-hmm. um they've done brilliantly in light of the jedi is how different jedi perceive the force but in yes courtship of princess leia which is where the witches of dathomir and the night sisters were were first uh, introduced a lot they were casting spells they think about the force as magic so they mm-hmm. cast spells mm-hmm. and they they sing songs to to use the force and that's a really yes. interesting take but i don't think came over into canon as much um i think it's even hinted that the source of their power is kind of that super duper glowy green liquid rather yes. than the force itself it's it got a bit, a bit of a gray area. Excuse the pun. True, but then when you go into in in Dark Disciple, right? When so because that is when now we have Asajj Ventress explaining the dark side to Quinlan Vaz, and I think in there she does start to describe it more as I mean it is about the Force and the connection to the Force, and I think at this point too, um, since it's after, you know, Asajj Ventress was training under a proper Sith Lord. She, to me, she's a lot more balanced at that point. Like she understands that there is danger to the dark side, but as long as you can keep it somewhat controlled, there is nothing bad about it. And and I think that you know Quinlan sort of. I think when the the I'm going all over the place now. I have many <laughs> ideas and many thoughts about this, right? Because the thing. What I, what I want to now go into, or what my brain wants me to go into, is just the fact that when the Jedi's touch the dark side, they easily became very much seduced, you know, by the power of it and by the sort of like evilness of it. And I think it's just because they're so sheltered as Jedi. They are shown just like this is the one way you can do things. They're not really taught that they're, you know, that the real world is gray and that there's like, you know, nothing is so binary that you can say this is purely evil, this is pretty good. And that is why they're just so easily taken over all the way to like the evil side of the dark side. Um, that's my opinion. <laughs> See, <laughs> Something now, along those lines. When we talk about when we talk about um, Quinlan Voss, for example, now he's a great example to me of it's it's the word that's often used, isn't it? The seduction of the dark side. Yes, but we see time and time again throughout star wars literature and the easiest way for a jedi to fall to the dark side is for him to realize it's sometimes easier to use the dark side to do good and that's mm-hmm. how they all start they're, they're trying to do good things for themselves for the galaxy for for whatever like quinlan Voss is trying to do a good thing by ending a war yeah and the dark side gets him anakin skywalker's trying to do a good thing by saving his wife. The dark side gets him. But then you've got someone like Asajj Ventress. Yeah. She's not a Sith by any means. She's being trained no. by a Sith. 
And she's, for me, she's the perfect, perfect version of the term Dark Jedi. Yes. You know, in, in Legends, you know, well, and in kind of, she's got a Jedi history. I don't think someone stops being a Jedi. They still know how to do all the stuff. They still know how to connect to the Force. Yes. They're just on the wrong side. So I think Dark Jedi is a, a really, I think it's a very, it's a correct term. It's kind of, it's a anachronism. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a correct term for me. Well, we do have like Mace Mace Windu. I mean, he he also connects a little bit to the dark side, right? I mean, his fighting style, which I forget now what it is. Vapad. Yes. Vapad. So, but Vapad. but he's I mean he's a Jedi that is still somewhat connected to the dark side, but he's able to. I think the reason he was such a good fighter, quote unquote, was because he was able to have a, some balance with the with the dark side when it came to, to I, his I, combat. I don't think he's connected to the dark side. There's um there's a story arc from a Dark Horse Clone Wars comics involving Quinlan Voss where Quinlan's returned from undercover and they're they're sparring. And Quinlan uses, you know, style eight or whatever it is of that uh-huh. bad. And Mace kinda of says to him, How did you learn that? You shouldn't be able to learn that unless you've skirted with the dark side and Quinn is like oh it's just something I picked up yeah but that kind of thing that's yeah that's always baffled me a bit how there can be a fighting style that involves a connection to the dark side to be able to learn I don't know maybe it's overly offensive but again aren't all fighting styles that, that that's always kind of confused me a bit right I mean yeah so but that's like it's not if you were to, if we were to define the the dark side of the force as that kind of more secretive style, then I mean that that would still apply, right? Because it's so it's a style that maybe is not taught, and I mean because we especially when when we say Jedi, they, I mean the light side is just what everyone knows, and it is what people are taught. So once you go into some of these other sides of the force that um, that are not as familiar then that is where some of these fighting styles might also just fall under. But then why would, I mean, why would that be the reason that it's, like, why does that easily lead you to do evil then? I mean, is it just because you're you're that much more knowledgeable about everything that you can do that it's easy to, if you're not a balanced person on your own, it's just easy for you to just fall under? Like, I, I, like, I think that's, that's, I don't go power hungry? That's part of it, but I think, um, I think the dark side. We've gone on to a whole different conversation here of the nature of I the know, force as well. I, know. I mean, if you think about the the basic concept of the force and midi chlorians and the wills, and you know, the force will yes. speak to you. The force will give visions. For the dark side, there's obviously a, there's a corrupted, perverted version of that. So the dark side will also speak to you, and that's why people say seduced. By the dark side of a force. Yes, you know it's yeah. it preys on your fears, your weaknesses, and yeah, emboldens. But them. see, and and this is this um the idea of seduction too, though. I mean, seduction itself doesn't have to be bad. I mean, hey, like <laughs> that's seduction can be very nice. Um, and, and without see, implying and anything straight else, straight away they've got that. you, Jose. Straight away they've got you. You didn't even realize you were falling to no, the but, dark side. <laughs> no, but I mean, even just like, just to to touch us a little bit into like, you know, our 
our world's like religions and and what we know of Christianity. I mean, we we even just have like the to me what a parallel is is Adam and Eve and the tree of knowledge, right? Okay. That so you have these two. I mean, and I, I'm not trying to offend anyone in here. Just this is very much as my own opinion, but this I mean and. Well, we'll see where he goes. Any views but expressed are not necessarily the opinion of utini.com. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> and it's a little bit of a left, you know, like sort of view on this whole thing. Um, but left field um, view. But all I'm trying to say is just that, you know, you have these two beings that are, you know, created and they're pure and they're like nice. And this is, you know, according to Christianity, right? This is just how... This is what God made these two beings, and they they were told not to touch this one tree, not to touch an apple from the tree of knowledge, right? Um, don't eat from it. But I mean, it's the tree of knowledge. So are these two beings just supposed to live in like ignorance for the rest of their lives? Is that what is trying to be implied in there? And and I see to me why I'm saying saying it's a parallel is because it's kind of like what happens with the Jedi, right? The Jedi are just being told, don't even look at the dark side. Just like, don't even, don't, like, don't study that. Don't, like, be tempted by it. It's too easy for you to go down that side and then end up as an evil person. Just stick with what we tell you. Don't, like, don't look at, you cannot, like, have sex with other people. You can, like, (laughs) you're a celibate. There's all these things, like, this is what you do. We take you when you're young so that you cannot be corrupted. You have to be a pure being the rest of your life, and that's it. I mean, which is very similar to this idea of Adam and Eve, where it's like, don't don't touch the tree. Once they do, I mean, the whole reason they do it, right, is just so that, um, I mean, from what I remember back when I used to go to, like, uh, you know, Catholic school and everything, right? It was just more about like then they they want to know more, or or Eve wants to know more because she gets seduced by the serpent, and so she eats out of the apple. Then she seduces Adam to eat out of the, like eat from that apple too. And now they have this knowledge, and now they're like, hey, like maybe we shouldn't be walking around naked all the time. So now they're <laughs> sort of like they're they're oh, but it's like, I mean, it's like. Let's go now into the matrix. It's like taking, <laughs> it's like opening your eyes and realizing that there's just a lot more out there than whatever is being presented. That you know that you're not, you don't have your blinders on anymore. Now you're aware of everything. So to, and that is why like I'm not a huge fan of the Jedi myself. Is because of that because I feel like what the Jedi are doing, it, they are controlling people into just looking at things from in, from one point of view and not necessarily open to everything that is out there in the galaxy. So wow, we just went from <laughs> Old Testament to the Matrix <laughs> to some full on anti Jedi works. <laughs> that is how my mind works, I, and I don't know. I, if that I, makes I get sense. what you're saying. I get what you're saying about. The pursuit of knowledge should not be a bad thing. That's essentially what I think you're trying to say, right? Yes. But it's like, you add in it's scientific. But you add in the actual force <laughs> that can make you do yes. things. And yes. all these non-Sith dark side users, the one thing mm. they all have in common, they're not very nice people. <laughs> so I think we can, you know... The whole oh, I'll just dabble in the dark. What's wrong with it? I can I can use it and still be a nice person. It doesn't work that way, Jose. We uh, the movies show that, the books I, show that. 
You will not be I the think exception. Ventress ends up being a nice person. She went back to the light. There's a difference. <laughs> no, she stayed in the middle. She was balanced. Now, to be truly balanced, you do need the good and the bad. I mean, the, you know, yin yang and everything. Yes. The force is the force. The force is a thing. It needs both to be able to survive, to be able to be there. Therefore, a someone do, who is truly connected to the force should have a little bit of the dark side and a little bit of the of the light side. Both of them exist on a balanced like playing field. If you only focus on the light side, then it is going to be really easy for you to be seduced and corrupted and go all the way to the dark side because you've never known anything else. You're not taught that how to balance both sides of the force. So that is why you sort of like go, it's very, you live in a very binary black and white world when you're only taught one side. For the Sith, they're also only interested in the dark side. Therefore, they're not balanced either. And I think that is also why they are evil, end up doing evil things, end up taking advantage of the dark side in order to control everything, including the light side. So that's not the right path either. But I think... And now if I, if I were to go and dip into the little bit of knowledge that I did research for in Legends, right? If we go into the original Jed, Jedi with two eyes and, what, and an apostrophe in there. I've spent a lot of time wondering how to pronounce that. Because no matter how Jedi? you try to say it, it still just sounds like Jedi. They've just chucked an apostrophe in the middle. The Jedi. The Jedi? There, man. You need to have a little pause. The Jedi. <laughs> I don't know. These people... Um, from what I understand, and you tell me if I'm wrong here or what else you know about is because I just know the sort of like one paragraph of it is that, um, this group of, um, force users, what they were originally interested in was that balance. They were connecting to both sides of the force and it wasn't until they had a battle or war with the Rakata that, then they're like, oh, wow, if you go all dark, then that's not good. So because that's what the Rakata were using. They were only using the dark side. And therefore, a, the group of the Jedi <laughs> decided to never touch the dark side again because of what they saw it can do. And then they become the Jedi. And But then, then you still have some of the maybe original versions of that Jedi <laughs> that this that are still kind of like thinking that it is to achieve true balance and true connection to the force you need to have both sides within you something like that is sort of what i what i read or how i understood it and and like interpreted it so all of the stuff you've talked about happens in the dawn of the jedi comics which i haven't read for a while i picked up the epic collection recently and I haven't mm. sat down and reread it. I did flick through it this afternoon in preparation for this show. And I think I think there's a there's a misunderstanding of what what they were. Now essentially what happens and this is all legends and we're talking 35,000 years before a new hope. <laughs> Let, let's give you a crash course in the history of the Jedi. Yes. Nine pyramid or uh what's the word for a shape that's two pyramids on top of each other trapezoidal is that like a diamond oh, like a yes like, anyway i mean yeah so nine of these ships uh turned up on planets as varied as selkath and kashik 
and uh, I can't even remember off the top of my head. Anyway, these these ships turned up, and you're sat there for however long, and they were worshipped, and we had people guarding them, and eventually the doors opened. And when the doors were opened, the force was felt in all these inhabitants of these planets. And they went into mm-hmm. the ships, and the ships took off. And they stopped along another couple of planets on the way, and they basically picked up all these force sensitives and took them to Tython, the planet that we saw in the Mandalorian. And that mm-hmm. became the birth of the Jedi. Over the next 10,000 years, they established a society and different temples and different aspects. And it wasn't so much that they were happy to use the dark side of the force and the light side of the force. They only knew the force. They d- Yes, the force is a thing. But they they appreciated that some people were using it to do bad, and those people got exiled. Mm-hmm. But there is, to me, there is a difference there between accepting that you're using a dark side of a force and just not having recognized yet that that exists and use of it is bad. Do you do you see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Wait, who was driving these ships? These diamond ships? Uh, but they were called the the ships themselves were called Yor. Who <laughs> sent them there? That's still uh, a mystery. I guess you'd have to go even further back into the into the timeline. Really? So we don't we don't really has that not been ex- that was never explored in in Legends? Like who? I'm I'm sure if. If I'd sat down and read the rest of the book today, I'd have an answer. <laughs> no, it's it's. I mean, it's it sounds very interesting. I mean, it, the, the way it, I was also just picturing that, just like uh, was that movie that uh, that came out um, not too long ago, just a few years ago, uh, where do you have the that one sort of like long ship that came in? Oh, um, Arrival, where they have to learn the Arrival, yeah, math or. Some, yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. So I mean, it's a, it's, it, it can't. That's what I'm like picturing, just like this sort of. I mean, also going to maybe even 2001: A Space Odyssey with like the, uh, the monolith, the, the monolith, um, and uh, just like you know something appears out of nowhere, and then hey, we're back at knowledge because those monkeys <laughs> see this thing come out of nowhere, and then they create a tool. Um, <laughs> And now they have knowledge, and it's not bad to create tools because tools allow us to become like the society we are today. However, with that knowledge, obviously, also comes bad because then they start killing each other. So yes, of course, everything can be all good and all if you just like stick in your little like you know lane. However, there's nothing inherently bad about knowing more stuff. Anyways, <laughs> um, this show's weird, man. This is weird. This show. <laughs> You're getting to know the real me now, right? <laughs> this is this, everything, all, all the layers that are going <laughs> in my head as we sometimes have this conversation. Jose's mask is slipping. Um, <laughs> no, but um, no, but yeah, it's it sounds super interesting. Like, the, I mean, I I want to see these ships um, because I, I'm I'm literally picturing that as like in 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 that movie, and um, just you know, yeah, you're trying to connect with these other species or whatever, and then you're allowed in, and then you're able to. Um, but they were just carrying the force, which is also really cool. So, but um, another now, thing you mentioned, let's, 
yeah. I'm trying to get back on topic here, Jose. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I am too. That's why I brought it back. But you mentioned the Rakata, who were a, a, yes, a big part of that series as well. Um, now they were a force user species, but again, they conquered most of the galaxy. Um, yeah, and that was you know thousands of years before even the Sith Empire that we spoke about at the top of the show. And again, they didn't think yes. in terms of light side or dark side. They were just you know conquering, oh, resource-hungry, wanting to enslave loads of planets for their own purposes. They just used yeah. the Force. Even the ships used the Force. Ooh. Yeah, even the, sh- the ships were powered like, through... Hi- like in the High Republic? Th- well, no, like through hyperspace with the Force. Not so much controlling the ships, powered by the mm. Force. So they were able to hyperdrive back then. I, I know we've had this conversation before. Yes, 40,000 years before New Hope, hyperdrive was still a thing. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back to a time where they couldn't. <laughs> but have you ever played the Knights of the Old Republic games? No. So the Ricarta were not. a massive part of that first one because they built oh, really? They built the Star Forge, which is that's a key plot point of the whole game. They built that tens Ooh. of thousands of years. Just accept the technology isn't new in the Star Wars universe. It's been around a long, long time. It's just, yeah, no. I, I, I just want to. I want to see the first person that ever feels the Force. I want a book about that. The first ever Force user. There's like, I just want him to be in a hut. They, they'd have probably locked him up. <laughs> but, um. No, and then the Rakata, they had, they, so they did, yeah, they conquered everything and they had their, um, they were the ones that formed the Infinite Empire, right? I think that's, that's them. It, okay. That's where Hosey's research is paying off. Yes. <laughs> he probably didn't know who the Rakata were, but. <laughs> Wait, there's, is that, because there, there was a, there was another, maybe that is what, what we're talking about. There was a book because I I listen to a lot of these. Uh, most of the reading that I do is through audiobooks, and I and I now I'm and I can't remember. Maybe he was. Did they talk about them in in the Bane trilogy? Maybe. I don't know. I've only ever read the first book of the mm. Bane trilogy. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't well, be surprised just, if they, if it's talking. Just about because it. <laughs> I remember listening to this and all I could hear was ricotta, like the cheese, and I'm like, why would you name <laughs> a new species the ricotta? And that's why, like, as I'm reading, as I'm, we're talking about this, I'm trying to pronounce ricotta, like R A, because the idea of the ricotta, it's just like. I can't take a, an alien species seriously, especially one wheeled in the force if they are called the ricotta. Because I'm like, you're what, just you mean like you've never heard cheese. of, you've never heard of Darth Bree and his Parmesan Empire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the Darth names have some sort of relationship to like some real term that we're aware of. So, um, yeah, Darth Parmesan. Could be. <laughs> 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 he just ate a lot of spaghetti and got really pissed off. <laughs> um, all right. We're going on so many tangents. I think we're almost becoming a, like, our cafes podcast at this point with the tangents yeah. going on. Um, okay, let's go back. Um, what what other dark side um, user do we know of in Legends or, or canon? I mean, we're jumping all over the place. 
Okay, so we we talked about Night Sisters, yes. and then talked about a whole other load of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the Emperor used loads of dark side users within his ranks without them ever being full blown Sith. That's right. So yeah. after the Emperor was formed, Palpatine established for the Inquisitorius, mm-hmm. and he had his own Inquisitors. He'd always wanted his own army of dark side users. I think there's um, something in the Clone Wars where he sends Cad Bane to go and kidnap loads of Jedi children. So it's it's always kind of, I don't know, been one of his aims. I, I, yeah. I don't really know, but it, it, it works for him. I suppose when you're that that invested in in the Sith side of it, you know, and he is very much Sith alchemy and yes. all of that sort of stuff. But he can use Darksiders and prey on the greed and ambition to, to get them to use the Force without actually being full-blown Sith. So we had the Inquisitors... And they're tasked with kind of hunting down anyone who survived Order 66. Yeah. And they exist in both canon and legends, but the one interesting... Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. And the one interesting thing for me in canon is they're all fallen or corrupted Jedi. Mm-hmm. They're not just people mm-hmm. he's found. They're people he's he's broken them, essentially. Yeah. Which I think, I, I think that makes them really interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Whether they get that much characterization is a different thing um yeah and and we see that a lot in a, a um in jedi fallen order the video game we get to see more like firsthand what being broken into becoming a an inquisitor is. yeah is it a trilla trilla yes yeah yeah so and they, it's just been in yeah they've been in fallen order the dark lord of the sith comics the ahsoka novel um the rebel mm-hmm. show they've turned up quite a lot in canon yeah and 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 then it's interesting if, if we were to just talk about this different um users as like you know yeah like different sects or or, or um or clans and whatnot um that if we the sith like that we you know like anakin um you know becomes seduced by the dark side and he becomes a sith and and i think that a lot of these people that end up going more towards Sithdom, um, <laughs> they, uh, they, they, or the Jedi that do, that they are seduced by it. But then when you are broken into it, then you don't, or it, broken into using the dark side, then that's maybe when you become more of like an inquisitor. Like if you're not seduced by it, you're like forced into it. And maybe, I, I wonder if you were, if you could break someone into being a Sith. I feel like you wouldn't be able to. Like, I think you kind of need to kind of like fall into it and be seduced by it and kind of like willingly yeah, accept it. That would definitely be the difference with a Sith. You'd have to, you'd have to submit to it willingly. Yeah, submit to it. But that's really yeah. interesting, actually. That's really because it's of a the Grand Inquisitor that kills himself rather than kind of having to report back to say that he'd failed in Rebels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I think that a Sith would sort of like almost like own up to it or or do something worse but he's like he's just so messed up or they're like really broken inside and they, yeah that's just what they they see um huh yeah i wasn't pl- that's that's an interesting i think right like just sort of point to make maybe um and then but then there's also a little bit of a connection i think there to then there's the the mortis um, arc in in clone wars there's the sun who seems to be also representing the dark side now I, and... I saw this in your notes and i was 
I was hoping we'd run out of time for it, honestly. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Is because I'm not okay. well versed enough in it. This is one of those Clone Wars arcs I've yeah. been promising to myself to go back and revisit for ages. Yeah. yeah. But my understanding is that they are manifestations of the Force itself. Mm hmm. So therefore, he's not a user of the dark side. He, he is, is the, the dark, dark side, side itself. Or have I got. Ooh. Have I got that wrong? I mean, I think that's the way to interpret it. But I mean, it's all, again just going back to to uh, connecting all this to to our religions that you have. You know, you have the in the Mortis arc, you have the father, right, and then the daughter and the son. Yeah. And the daughter is the light side. The son is the dark side. And and I guess he's the, the father is the force. <laughs> no, he's he's the balance. The balance, yeah. So he's so he's just force. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I think that it's it's you know the Holy Trinity type of thing, just sort of like this this three threes. I mean, three is a is, is a very important number. I think across probably a lot of different kinds of, of uh, religions and all. But um, yeah, it's just uh, so he, yeah he he's not really. Yeah, he, maybe he's not really a dark side user. He is just a dark side itself. But I mean, the way the way he is even portrayed and and drawn, um, he does look a lot like the species that the Grand Inquisitor is. So, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think they are though, because Grand Inquisitor's uh, he's from Utapau. So whether that would be called an Utapauan, maybe I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Whereas, obviously, with the the Mortis arc, I think... I'm stumbling over words here. They're, like I said, I don't know whether they're manifestations. Can you call them a species? Can you call them real? Or are they more corporal? I mean, they die. Corporeal? Like, they, they are able to die. Yes. So, therefore, they are alive. They're not just, like, some sort of, like, spirit being maybe he got taken from Utapower Utapau many many years ago I don't know the answer to yeah. your question Jose and I'm trying to no 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 I, I, I don't expect <laughs> you to I'm just sort of like it's just interesting that at least the way I mean the whenever they they try to come up with this story that they just drew him like that and I mean I it's just I mean maybe it's just because it has that look that maybe lends itself very easily to to look like a dark side user uh, whereas uh, the light side on uh, like the sister or the daughter like she 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 was just human I think so it's just like yeah humans are good and then the, the weird creepy pale alien looking creature with red marks on his face then obviously he's the dark side user <laughs> well, that's, that's totally one of those arcs I've been meaning to get back to just because because I'm not as well versed in it as I should be. Clone Wars in general, yeah. I'm not as well versed as I should be, but I definitely feel like that arc is kind of it's so integral into the the nature yeah. of the force itself and the understanding of everything. I kind of yeah. need yeah, to go no, back it is. and it, it's it feels super, like it's... a missing missing dot in my in my knowledge. Yeah, is there something similar to this in in Legends? Then I mean, I if we or if we're gonna go back on track and and talk about some of the other dark side users or even just talking about the Force in general, like um, do they ever go I mean, into something like this? Not not in Legends, not with 
the whole mortis thing that was when that came out that was completely left field oh really yeah um and the fact that it came from a lot of that came from george lucas himself yeah it's, it's yeah. very much okay here it is and nothing had been i don't think any of the books or anything had kind of tackled that aspect of the force in that hmm. nature at all um and like i said a, it's so left field that I need. I really need to go back and and watch yeah. it more because I think it. It's one of those things you almost kind of want to analyze to get a deeper understanding of what the force is. Yeah. Um, well, and as and Ahsoka is. I mean, she's she gets quote unquote gets corrupted within that arc as well, um, and or she gets exposed to it, right? Or she gets you know she's inhabited or out of control by one of them yeah i, I thought guess she by was the dark possessed side. possessed yes yes that's the word i was looking Which for kind of, yeah that removes her it removes her will from her it's someone else using her body that's how yeah. i like i said i literally watched them once when they first aired so it's, yeah it's, it's been a while but it's just it's just interesting then to i mean if you're gonna look at ahsoka or ahsoka's like story overall that i mean she ends up not really being a jedi um at the end of it all, um, and she is, or she, you know, what maybe some might consider gray Jedi in in Legends, right? Where she's just sort of like she's not really only light side. Um, she has some, you know, a little bit of exposure to the dark side. I wonder if. See, I, I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't. She was kicked out of the that. Jedi, so I think it's a little different. But I, I would simply say that she's she's renounced the name. She hasn't necessarily renounced the teachings. Right, right, and we see that in the Mandalorian too. The way she talks about um, the Force in this last season, um, it's also very much like what she was taught when she was a Padawan. Yeah, it's sort of like the very much about the purity, and she didn't even want to touch, uh, like become Grogu's um, teacher or, or master just because she it, it, he was too exposed to the dark side already. So, and that is very much just what we. Uh, what we learn in the prequels and and uh, and in the early you know seasons of the Clone Wars, right? That you can't teach people that have been exposed to the dark side. Well, you say that. So, what was our episode about last week? Or sorry, a fortnight ago. So we talked about all of uh, the lost loves of Luke Skywalker. Think about mm-hmm, Luke Skywalker's mm-hmm. wife, Mara Jade, an actual Emperor's hand who then became a Jedi master in her own right. Well, so was when she was an em- emperor's hand, was she then using the force too? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're all they were all mm. force users that the emperor's hand. So that's another dark side non-sick yeah. dark side user that we had. Um there is But some... they're not like inquisitors. No. No, they're more mm. I don't know, subtle maybe. I mean the inquisitors mm-hmm. existed in legends as well and they reported directly to imperial intelligence but the emperor's hands kind of worked for him so whereas the inquisitors were i guess they were an official branch of like the imperial yeah. navy yeah the, the emperor's hands were directly for for palpatine and there's some... they're kind of like assassins kind of like a, like ventress was for dooku that you have like this like a you send it out to like on a mission like special agents almost yeah special agents more than assassins i'd say based on mm-hmm. what we've actually seen of Mara Jade in particular in in action in comics or, or books or whatever. But there's yeah. still some discussion about how strong in the force they were on their own 
or whether yeah. their powers were amplified by by Palpatine. Um, Ooh, okay. But you had Mara Jade, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Timothy Zahn intended for her to be the only Emperor's Hand. But you had mm-hmm. a load of other people who'd kind of been retconned after the fact into being other Emperor's Hands. I think there was a novel later on where, possibly in the New Jedi Order, where Mara Jade's talking about it, and he, she's confronted with the fact that someone else was in Emperor's Hands, and she's just like, no, no, you're an imposter. There was only me. So the... yeah the legitimacy of the title is still kind of up in the air for her. But other people have been retconned into being Empress Hanzar. I'm, I'm going to get a bit weird here. So you got Go Marek Steele from the uh-huh. TIE Fighter flight sim video game from the 90s. Okay. Shira Bree, who we talked about in the last episode, who went mm-hmm. on to be Lumaya. And then Arden Lin, who is from a 1997 video game for the PS1, PlayStation 1. For those who don't play PlayStations, called Masters of Terras Kasi. <laughs> so you may have heard Terras Kasi mentioned in Solo as a fighting style. Yes. Yeah, that yes. came from this video game. Oh, which wasn't a great video game. It was a beat 'em up, uh-huh. so it was a fighting game. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And this character called Ardenlin was introduced, and she got a robot arm, and it's it's for the PlayStation One. There was no background gone into it. But she's essentially been retconned after the fact into being a 25,000-year-old Dark Jedi who was stuck in stasis, who got brought out of stasis and then joined the Emperor's Hand oh, gang. Wow. Yeah, you got to love reference yeah, books. Yeah, that's, that's weird, that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you have all these reference books like the Essential Atlas and the Essential Chronology that add all these little facts in about these characters afterwards and... <laughs> That's he and even even within canon, that's what's really cool about all these reference books. That I mean, they that they sometimes like add all this stuff, even just like yeah, he's this person is wearing this one like fabric on their cape that comes from this, this and this, and you're like, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> like that's interesting. Like why didn't they talk about that in the movie? Because <laughs> like there's that connection, but I mean it's cool that they also that they they try to like make all these connections and you know I mean they that's how they expand the universe too right just and connect everything yeah nothing's uh, ever nothing's ever left behind i mean right we'll have um in in 10 years time we'll have all these canon reference books and things that are out and you'll have all these background characters from the movies that have these big backstories now and all different completely different stuff has happened to them and we'll learn that unkar plut was actually put on jakku to watch over ray by palpatine while he was there (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure, right. <laughs> um, and okay, so what else? What other users do we have? So that's the, that's literally the the most noteworthy ones that I really wanted to speak about. So if we're just gonna rattle them off quickly, because I know we've taken some massive tangents. So we spoke about the original Sith. We have um, the Sith yes. species. We spoke about Rakata, You know, dark side, yes. force hyperdrive enslavers. Um, and ricotta cheese. Yeah, I'm Darth Bree. Yep. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've, we've got uh, the Inquisitors, both in canon and legends. Um, mm-hmm. And we've got the Emperor's hands. We've got the Night Sisters. Um, I think that's yeah. They're the big ones I I wanted to talk about. Really. Yeah. Um, let's see. And, and on my end, uh, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much everyone that I was that I had read about. Um, there were the the legions of Letau, Letau. I don't know what, what they are. 
So, so maybe you- hold on, I'm 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 trawling the depths of my mind here. So uh-huh. that's a reference to something to do with the Hundred Year War, which mm-hmm. is that kind of occurs before the Tales of a Jedi series. It's one of those events that maybe got referenced in a panel in a comic and has since, through reference books and whatnot, has had its own kind of chronology established. I'm going to go with 7,000 years before A New Hope, but I may be wrong. I don't know much about it off the top of my head. Um, I imagine Wikipedia's got a whole page on it, and that page will be probably sourced from a dozen different reference books here and there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm Yeah, because the only sure thing that I read about them... Is that I mean, or what maybe seemed to to lean them more towards the dark side um, was that they that they focused or embraced combat instead of meditation. So they were just sort of you know Jedi that maybe preferred to fight than meditate, and, and therefore kind of go more into the dark side because of that. I, Makes so. sense. Makes sense. Probably so, Mace's I mean, favorite could, people. Yeah. Um, and then I also um, read a little bit about the the Bandogora. Oh, the Bandogora, yes. Uh huh. Um, which the they're just like dark side worshippers, I guess. I don't know what else they so they, they did. They were from the Bounty Hunter video game that was kind of a Django Fett uh, starring mm. game. Came out PlayStation Two era, I think. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe PlayStation Three. I'm sure it was two. Um, and he was—he had to go and hunt down Kamari Vosa. I think that was her name. So she was a an ex Jedi who joined the Bandagora, and for whatever reason, they were a problem for Sidious. So he sent Dooku to get Django to sort them out and take them down. And they also appeared in uh, Darth Maul Lockdown. So there's a mm. whole bit where Darth Maul has to. He gets he gets put in jail. Does he escape with the help of one of the Bandagora? And then they help him get a nuclear bomb that is then used to kill or attack, sorry, not kill, but attack mm-hmm. Hugo Damask, which is the you know, the sort of real world personal real world identity of Darth Plagueis. Okay. That was all on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. I'm 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 speechless. I was like, I'm impressed. I don't. um, It's like, wow. Um, So those are the Bando Gora, and then the sorcerers of Tuned Tund. Silly people. Very silly people. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they're from a Lando book. A Lando, one of the Lando Calrissian adventures from the early eighties. It's it's a weird thing that. It was one of the antagonists of one of the novels, and it got retconned as just being a complete sort of fraud afterwards. But then, okay, of someone else, some other um, Star Wars creative, obviously liked the idea, so retconned the retcon, uh, <laughs> and then the Sorcerers of Tund and now this whole Force-sensitive group from the planet Tund, and they did exist, but the one that Lando met was just a fraud. <laughs> Mm, or, or something, or something like that. Again, I it's see. one of these things that appears in one book and then all the other yeah. bits add to it, as opposed to them actually having a story of their own. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and what, yeah, what I read about them too was just like, I mean, it seems like they're just sort of pretty much just 
stuck to themselves they didn't really didn't really do much outside of whatever they did they just sort of worshipped also i guess the the dark side or, or they used it and, and that was it not nothing major like like the rakata and making empires and, and things like that um and i think that this this next group will lead us right into the batshit crazy book of the week trev because the other group that we have to talk about or that you have to talk about and tell me about <laughs> is the prophets of the dark side or are the tr- prophets of the dark side? Who are these prophets and why is this batshit crazy worthy and not part of the main segment of this show? It's the batshit crazy book of the week. So I know that Legends Look Back talked about the first book in this series. So the Jedi Prince series. I know we mentioned them briefly before from 1992. Prophets of the Dark Side were a big part of this. They're essentially the, the rogue monks behind the scenes of Palpatine's empire. Kind of, you imagine medieval Britain where you've got these, these seers influencing their king's actions by telling him that I've had this dream from God or look how... Look how these rose petals have fallen. It, they, they, they were kind of that. But again, they've been retconned into this actual serious entity when in reality they're from a series of very silly books. So yeah, listen to the titles of these six books. So these six books make up the Jedi Prince series. Okay. So we've got The Glove of Darth Vader. Uh-huh. That's the first one. The actual The Glove, the glove. of Darth Vader. Because apparently, if you find Vader's glove uh-huh. that survived the explosion of Death Star 2, that will grant you powers. It's like a horcrux. That's how that's how it starts. Yes. So you've got the Lost City of the Jedi, Zorba the Hutt's Revenge. Now, Zorba is Jabba's uncle. Or, no, father. Sorry, father. And he's got a beard. I just want to point that out. Oh, they can grow uh, hair? Mish- yep. Uh, mission from Mount Yoda. Mount Yoda. Yep. Yoda had his own mountain. The rebels hid there for a while. <laughs> that was their base. Okay. Um, Queen of Queen of the Empire and Prophets of the Dark Side. So that's the last one. Prophets of the Dark Side. It's yeah. It's odd. It's a it's a really odd one. Yeah. Is there something like specific about like did they do anything weird or is I mean it? I there's all these. I don't know. They, they, I guess there's there's a number of these that I guess it, they just sort of say, say that they use the dark side and that's it. They, they don't really go that much into anything that um, makes them special or different, right? It's just that they kind of just connected to it and that's it. They don't they don't have any special abilities that like in the way that the dark the the night sisters do right the night sisters i think they've they spent enough time kind of ex- especially in canon in, in the cart in the animated series that they show that green liquid and, and whatnot that there's sort of something that makes them sets them apart from from what who the sith are but people or well, groups I mean, like the, the prophets, prophets and all the that side. they just seem to kind of just be there <laughs> yeah well they I think with the prophets, it was very much, um, you know, they belong to a, an actual church. They're more of a, a cult, yeah, more than anything else. Um, and they kind of, I think they were aligned with the Sith, but not part of the Sith, mm-hmm. working for the Sith. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very much that 
that sort of um that mage seer I see I see that mystical element I see of the dark side as opposed to out and out conquering and butchery like everybody else yeah okay okay that makes sense um well I think that's uh so that's that's it for today Right, Trev. Um, is there anything else you wanna you wanna talk about Dark Side, <laughs> or you want me to go into more tangents uh, with random movies or my my hot takes on religion? That got really weird. I <laughs> got really really weird today. That was that was fun. Hey, it was good. It was fun. Um, I I went into places that I did not know I was going to. So, <laughs> um, and your face and your reaction to and some that's of this why thing. this show is unscripted. <laughs> largely unscripted episode i mean this i mean they all are i did quote i did read a part of of it so um one quote um before we're done for the day trev though why don't we tell our listeners our people here um what some of our um episodes coming up are what are we going to be talking about so we're going to do a a fin spotlight so our favorite uh stormtrooper defector fn287 we're going to do a spotlight on the various books and comics that he's appeared in outside of the uh, three sequel trilogy movies. That's right. And what else? We also have uh, the Legends Off coming up soon, right, with Jared? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. We're still working out the ins and outs of how we're going to do it, whether it's going to be a, a live show, whether we're just going to record it. But I'm very much looking forward to reclaiming my rightful throne as Legends Champion. Yeah, well, you did take uh, his spot on Legends Look Back the other day, so I think you're. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You're yes. making it's the move. It's all part of my master plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so, but now, so, guys, um, so, Jared, if you're listening, it was an absolute honor. I'm not trying to take your seat. You do an amazing <laughs> job. We love you. I can't wait for this episode. I, I'm. I've been compiling questions and getting it all ready, and I think we'll, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So, so guys, um, if, uh, if you have any questions, um, any feedback, suggestions, and whatnot, just make sure to, uh, to send us a note on, on Discord. You can also just record yourselves, like Jared had been doing in the previous episodes. Just record yourself uh, asking the question just, or talking to Trev about something, talking to us about anything. Apparently, I also have random thoughts about Star Wars topics, and I'm not just here to learn all things Legends from Trev. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we're happy to, to we'll, we'll play that on the episode, and, and that should be fun. So. We will be providing links and pictures to all the different books and uh, things that we talked about in today's episode. Uh, We will put that up on the Discord. So if for some reason you have not joined it yet, just make sure to head on over to utini.com slash Discord. Click the Join Now button, and that will let you see all the different channels that we have going on on the Discord, including our very own Star Wars Archives channel. Trev, um... Where can people find you on the social media? So I'm at Davy Todd on Twitter, or you'll just find me hanging out on our Discord. And if you are on our Discord, give us some give us some topic ideas. Yeah, just hit us with some ideas of things you want to listen to us ramble on about, <laughs> and uh, we'll see what we can do with them. You can also at me on Discord, and I am the Joxy there, and you will find me also talking to, about random things like this in the assembly chat. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at djoxy, and that is T-H-E-J-O-X-I-I-I. And also follow my Instagram at the Jose Jimenez, and you can find 
um, pictures of me and of my dog Mo and random other stuff that I see on day to day because apparently I am also influenced by many other things that I will keep bringing into this show. <laughs> Trev, anything else? I I think that's that was interesting. It was an that interesting. Was fun. It was an interesting that. episode. Yes. Well, with that, we will leave and end this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And radio out. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy.